millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. Greetings, Trashlings! Welcome back to another exciting episode of Space Trash, Lifestyles of the Rich in Uranus. We are coming at you live tonight from the Zoom Moonual. It is the Libra New Moon. We've got a jam-packed Libra Celebrity Expose ahead. But first up, we got Razzie, Libra Sun herself, to tell us about what is going on in the cosmos and how to work with this energy for the next two weeks. What do you got for us? So let's get into it. I'm going to share my screen, of course. This new moon has taken place at two degrees of of Libra across from three degrees of Aries, Jupiter, right? Um, And like I was saying before, it's just a very interesting understanding of what's going on with the Venus, like planetary alignments. Because Venus is also opposite of uh, Neptune, right? And Neptune is in its home sign of Pisces, which is also where Venus exalts itself. But Venus rules Libra and Taurus. So, of course, this huge emphasis on love. Yeah, and we've been talking about it. Love, marriage, what it takes, relationship dynamics, how they're changing, how they may be changing for you honoring where you're at in that journey honoring what you want and what you don't want um and and allowing yourself to be critical about those things and at the same time it's like giving giving grace right so it's 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 a mixed bag of conflicting feelings at the end of the day and we're trying to navigate those feelings but truly, this is such a great time in this transition period where we're opening up to so so much new beginnings and there's been like a 12-year cycle that ended and now we're we're starting just brand spanking like with, with such change of directions in all areas of life that we cannot relate where we're going and what we're doing now to our past and we cannot live in a past construct of relationships, whether that be one-on-one friendships or your relationship with your mom or your relationship with your ex, whatever it is. Like this is truly such a change in the game that if we are open to it and we see those types of energies coming through that are new, that are different, and we're, we're evolved enough in our own position to move through that evolution right which is it's just a new like it always is it's a new rebirth into a new space into a new matrix of our life and starting a brand new cycle that we've been prepping for then 
we can see the most beautiful things coming in because the things that we are letting go of are huge but what what we're letting go of is important it's a, it's a lot of us holding on and to the attachments of certain toxicities that almost feel like comfort and home when they shouldn't right so remember keep that in mind and i want to read the degree for the new moon which is an apprentice medicine man allowing himself to be bitten by a snake so existence itself initiates those who are given over to its rigors and its lessons but being so exposed to the evolutionary edge is exceedingly challenging transformation is a constant at all levels Everything is becoming something else, metamorphosizing before your eyes, propelled into the most extreme stages or states imaginable. You feel the greatest anguish and loss, the most huge elation and burst of freedom. Finger on the pulse of collective cycles, right on the cutting edge, you are committed to planetary changes, personally and pervasively. And just for a second, I want to talk about freedom because this has come up a lot. And what what really really is freedom and what we're going to be learning about that over the next few months is um freedom doesn't mean that there aren't any rules freedom isn't necessarily anarchy uh there could be lots of rules there could be lots of structures and you can still feel free because that freedom comes from understanding that like you yourself are perfectly placed in your life with exactly what you need and with some stuff in there that you don't really need but if you mixed it all up like a magician the right way it would all be useful and it would all propel you to something new that like having all the options available is very difficult because that's where that libra indecision comes from of like just having everything on the menu like hmm what do what do i want it's like i can get any of this but when you really narrow it down to whatever restrictions we're dealing with Saturn and Aquarius, right, especially collectively, is to show you like, yeah, you may have all these options, but Saturn is like, but you don't need half of this. So we take half of it off the menu and we give you a menu of just like two options. Which one do you want? It might feel limiting in life, but truly there's a freedom there because what you're being offered in life right now is not by accident and it's not, um, it's not too little, and or it's not too much it's just the right things and there's a reason why even if it's just one path that you find yourself on and you can't seem to get off there's a reason why you're on that path and it's to find that uh, that freedom within right that real understanding that like everything is all good you can rely on yourself you can rely on this circumstance and what's for you is blossoming right because you don't want everything you want what's for you so there's like an understanding of freedom going into this new chapter that we do have but it still almost feels like but I still don't have enough money to just travel the world the way I want to but it's like because you are not ready to do that yet for x y and z reason but without needing to even think about any of that because it would be a waste of time realize you are free and realize that you are free to now make these micro decisions right which hopefully this retrograde kind of does help with that so finger on the pulse of collective cycles right on the cutting edge you are committed to planetary changes personally and pervasively 
you absolutely feel the impact of what is going on and what needs to go on. Virtually spun out to infinity by what it all means. Drawn toward the basic and the simple for breath. Destiny obsessed. Rabidly thrown into, into the mist. You come out the other side either lost and confused and staggered or ready for anything. And this ready for anything is what we really want to set ourselves up to because that is the Aries energy that we will be transitioning next in July, right? That truly ready for anything because now nothing is holding you back. Courageous, visionary, and an incredible generator of shared possibilities unlimited. So there are so many possibilities that we get to tap into, especially coming into this equinox, this fall energy, this um, going inward, extremely going inward now because South Node Scorpio is like gonna do it, especially we're headed in Scorpio season. And it's going to be completely like reevaluating everything. So don't be afraid to let it all go, right? All of it. Because the things that like can never leave anyway, once again, like they're still going to be on the board. They're still going to be in your life. It doesn't matter how many times you try to give up certain people in your life, like they're going to be there because life will bring you back. And so if those things, once again, work and they're meant to be, it's just about evaluating what does work and what needs work, right? Like what actually needs the extra attention. Um, and mostly it's yourself. Once again, Jupiter and Aries, it's yourself that we are trying to expand and it's ourselves and our minds and our wants and our, our lives that we're trying to, um, and how do you define what's working? Well, I mean, it's simple. It clicks and the lights go on. You know what I mean? And there's a clarity and there's a, I need to talk to you. Okay, let's talk. And there isn't that block, you know, it's not a like completely hitting a wall. So whatever you're hitting a wall on might not be because you're giving it up forever. Don't have that mentality because then you can end up saying things and doing things that are, that now you're going to have to like confront within these next few weeks right? Um, It's more about being like, okay, if this doesn't, if this relationship doesn't work right now, respectfully, we'll leave each other alone. Because in in life, you can have the best longest of friends and and relationships and that are just one-on-one, like romantically and whatever. But there are periods of time where we need to respect each other's space. We need to respect that each other's path and transition. We do not have to be on the same page. We were talking about receiving before, And like a key to that is like knowing that we do not have to be on the same exact page, wanting the same exact things with the same exact goal in mind. We can have different goals. We can want different things and we can both need to to not do it together in that way right now. And if we can respect that, then we can get through the cold season, the winters, of certain relationships right because it's not it's not forever so it's not having that um that that mindset that like damn if if you're not for me then you're not for me and I'm 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 truly like cutting you out this is more like just taking your power back for yourself and knowing that yeah you do have to own up to taking care of yourself you do have to own up to to being the person that gives you what you're looking for, your needs, you have to meet your own needs. Not one person's going to do that. Not a group of people is a reshuffling going on of like, okay, 
I can get these needs met this way and that way and in this place. So we're reshuffling the board in our lives. Once again, it's it's the magician's table, right? Our life and our circumstances and, and the people on it and the opportunities, that's all on the table. All we have to do is reshuffle it. It's, it's what alchemy really is about, is removing all of that, um, taking the elements and then mixing them around and seeing what comes from a new equation. So it's really simple, like in a logical way, because Libra also has a lot to do with like logic energy. And once again, Saturn and Aquarius, Mars and Gemini, there is like air trine and air trine energy going on it's a lot of logic right now but sometimes the logical thing to do is to um scrap what's there and to redo to, to like forget about the equation that you cannot solve that's what i mean by like it's not working it's like you can't solve it for some reason you keep getting the wrong answer like you can't solve it okay let's let's do a new equation let's just move on to the next question let's move on what what is a new equation? How can we create a different, like not, not everything can be answered. Not everything can be solved. And we take what the best is from Virgo season. And then we move on to once again, like partner up with that energy. What is the best right now for us? And we continue to just grow from that point. And it's about being present and being here. And we want to be so present within these next few months because it's just going to be interesting with Pluto at the end of Capricorn and um, this holiday season and next year's holiday season, two very influential holiday seasons because lots of traditions are still being broken, lots of traditions in our family life, lots of traditions with friendships, lots of traditions that the world has taught us to do are changing and because we're innovating right now, we're all innovators. We we do have to be daring and courageous enough to um, lead with something new. And once again, that's in all your relationships and your friendships and everything. Like, what's what's you? What's new? Don't be afraid to try new things and fail. Because we're figuring it out. We are truly figuring out how to redo partnership. We've never. I don't know if we've ever had. Coming out of the age of Pisces, Pisces and looking at things like marriage and religion and all of this, all of these structures that were given to us, which ideally when you read it on paper, sounds real great. It sounds like, yeah, okay, that's that makes sense, right? You get married, you're creating this bond and it helps you, you know, you have all the rules right there. You just keep reading the book, you keep following the rules. But then we have all of these other desires and we have all of these other confusing feelings and we're never taught to to address our human side so going into the age of Aquarius is like we're scrapping all the rules and we're redoing them and we are weird and we embrace the parts of us that have never been embraced before first and then we figure out together not from a perfect place right but from an everyone is fucked up place we figure out how to work together on uh the the things that we want to change and it takes a lot of trial and error so you know we're going to be trialing it and erroring it for the rest of our lives with parenting with love with business with uh business partners <laughs> with money and it's all different and we're starting to see those really big shifts that people thought were never going to happen happen now and so 
set in stone with this new moon a new understanding for this next um, 12-month period right from now until Libra season next year. Like, what do you want your relationships to truly look like? What what kind of changes can you make in your relationships that you've never really done before, that you never really push it to those limits? What do you want to experiment with in your partnerships from now till Libra next year, where by that time, we'll have a new framework again because nothing is fixed. Truly, everything changes. So build your foundation, your new foundation in relationships with what is happening to you right now, with what is coming up in your mind through this retrograde with what things you're realizing is the quality in your life that you want to keep. And then the things that have been outdated and tried, you've tried so hard to live your life that way, but it just doesn't work. What can you, what can you throw away or just like put to the side for now to figure out how to incorporate that later, right? So reshuffling that structure in our life, um, redoing the rules and the boundaries and giving ourselves and other people grace to figure that out instead of being like, you should, you should know this already. You should, you should have known. None of us truly know what other people are experiencing and their perspective coming in because it's changing for everyone. So that's where we have to truly be open-minded and where that air sign energy comes in. Being open-minded about this change and remembering that you and everyone else around you is an innovator. So we're, we're, we have all these great ideas, but which ones are we going to commit to, right? This, this, the commitment of this season is actually committing to certain ideas over others. We could talk about everything, but we're going to, we're going to commit to a few and we're going to make sure that we commit to these few ideas and these few boundaries for X amount of time. And we're going to just see what happens with that. We're actually going to give it its, its true experimenting phase. And then we can redo that. We don't base the whole big picture off of what happens during with this structure, but we do have to change it up and we do have to break traditions and we do have to continue on that page of watching the world evolve and revolutionize itself. So keep that in mind. That is my quickest, but also you know, going into what we were talking about before with relationships and the Virgo energy and um, looking at just yeah how much how much beauty there truly is in in switching it up and like honoring yourself first and saying that like in order for me to grow these are the things that I want to do and I'm down what do you need to grow even if it makes me uncomfortable cool I'm down for that too let's do it let's try it out let's just go with the flow of that and then We'll figure it out later when we cross that bridge of what, you know, this don't work anymore. I hope that helps. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. Perfect. Thank you, Libra channel. Yeah, it's just really like, get cool. Like the Libra at best actually is so, it is cool. Libra is that guy with gel. He knows, he smells good. Jersey's okay, right? Hell yeah. But like, you have to be a confident enough person to be like, yeah, I would do dancing with stars, you know? <laughs> So it's like, really like, let your masculine be more feminine, let your feminine hold firm on the things that you can control about your experience and otherwise put it down. It's a sweatshirt and it's warm out. You'll pick it up when it's time. It's like, nothing's ever over. Nothing's ever beginning. We're all just made of stardust. I am pulling hard. Thank you. Hummingbird and the sun. I mean, the sun is just great because it's like, whether we're talking on freedom again, 
whether we see it or not, we're like going through a shedding process because the freedom comes with like vulnerability and freedom comes with not like no extra layers of protection. Like, I think that's the, the biggest point of freedom is, is like really realizing that we don't or that we don't feel in this mode to protect ourselves at all times. Right. That if we can reshuffle our board right now, we're safe and we're safe with what's happening and we're safe with the people in our lives and we're safe at the end of the day because we do have our own back. So we can be naked and we can be free and we can enjoy the sun in whatever aspect that means. Um, and then hummingbird is like th- that important job that certain certain I don't know why that's coming up, but like bees, like pollinators. Right. It's like the pollinators jobs are naughty. And they're beautiful. They're always like beautiful, like creatures or whatever, but they have these like important jobs. So it's like, even though we're looking for ease and harmony and beauty and grace and all of this right now, it's it's like that pursuit of beauty actually comes with like a important responsibility. Once again, Saturn exalting itself in Libra, right? Because like that beauty requires maintenance. And that's why freedom does have rules underneath and we we do agree to these rules and we do follow them not forever but for a set time until they they just work or not work because it it allows us to refine things and make it be make it more beautiful right make it more refined make it more make it bloom again because there's a process like the flower isn't going to last forever too it does have to die out but that plant isn't going anywhere and the new flowers will be born and it will continue that whole cycle again so like honoring that because we're still in a death cycle and don't forget it we are in a death cycle but right now even though we're going into this very internal time we're we're truly moving things around and like creating new life creating the really truly planting the seeds for like these new flowers to be born in a different area in a different space whatever so just pay attention to that because you might not even really know where you know the growth is going to come through from but i mean astrology can help with that nicole just like real quick look what as you were talking i was like i just have to google this look what i just pulled up Absolutely. What is Nick Cannon? Oh, God. He's a goddamn Libra. Libra, sun, and moon, and Pluto. Pluto, he is the new moon. That's hilarious. Okay, how many babies? I mean, he, said, he just had baby 12. And, and he's, he's a Gemini, Gemini rising? That's fucking hilarious. And he has the same Venus as the two of us. How about that? That's hilarious. That makes a lot of sense. Bro, bro. That makes a lot of sense. to keep you up, mama, but like, whoa. <laughs> like, I just had to show you, like. That's hilarious. I've never looked at his chart. Why is he, like, addicted to pollinating? But that's, we, now it sounds cuter to say that, but it's like, he feels the need to pollinate the earth. And, like, looking at his chart, I'm like, oh, I want to apologize to Nick Cannon because whatever my opinion of what he's doing is, like, I've never seen a, such a specific chart in my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he just came through to me. As you were talking, I was like, wait, this sounds like Nick Cannon. And Nick Cannon's message. (laughs) This is Nick Cannon coming through. Wow. And he and I have the same midheaven. So I'm now speaking for on behalf of Nick. And also I made a joke on the last space trash we're gonna be on wild now because we were like so wacky on be real <laughs> even for your mc and aquarius this is what it is like i don't think anyone's gonna understand what you're trying to do <laughs> right that is the funniest shit i've ever heard it's true though is it true like that no is so it. right 
And that's why he's so nonchalant about it because he's like, yo, but does this work or not? That's a Venus and Virgo for you. I mean, as a Libra, Venus and Virgo is like, but does it work? Okay, we working, right? Everybody getting paid, everybody getting their child support, everybody moving on, everybody got a great life. So what are we complaining about? And he has such a royal chart, which is like on the right side, right? Which is like, he's here just to create this like royal bloodline. Of no, he own. literally is doing, he's making a monarchy. He, he's, he literally, he, he is, literally and he's, is. And he's actually, he's actually right to do that. That is what he's here to do. That right. is so fucking insane. But it's, like North Node in, in uh, Leo in the fourth, on the IC, but in the fourth house, he's literally here to like create the family. Right, right. And then, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's interesting <laughs> for you just like seeing that MC, I see access, but like having yours in like Aries, right? Which is a little different because it's like innovating in a, in a different sense outside of being like the ruler, but like starting the new trend. So it's funny because you already kind of lived that life for yourself, right? But it's more like not for the world to see. So no one's scrutinizing it, but you can understand somewhere along the lines of like why it can work and why like this openness or this non quote unquote committal actually creates the most responsibility because he has the most commitments. He has the most responsibilities. Let me say this, you know, not to, not to interrupt you, but now I just interrupted you. And then myself with that big, like, <laughs> blah, 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 but okay. Because Libra is not love, it's commitment. Right. You hope love is involved. Yeah. It's Libra, not love. it's the difference between his North Node is in in Leo, which I actually think I want to say I think he loves Mariah. And I think I think he told Mariah, I've heard interviews with her. I think he told Mariah his plan and she was like, Give me your first children. And he was like, <laughs> Deal. But they're together for life. They fucking love each other. If you hear them talk about each other now, like, no, like. I, Kira, if you're in the mood, I want to let Brad's go to bed. We could look at him and Mariah together because I literally have a feeling that they are like what you're describing, like just <laughs> like on their own planet, but understanding each other and have a love. Like I don't think he ever wants another woman other than Mariah to be his like n- like other. Otherwise, right. he's like these are my girls. But this is his purpose. In it's his. He's actually living his chart. That's amazing. Wow. That's so amazing. Wow. Well, that was an interesting thing. Literally, Nick Cannon just spoke through. <laughs> Nicole got to me. I reflected it back to you all. And that was that. Wow, Nicole, great read it. You can go to bed now. And thank you, Nick. And love thank, thank you. I love you, Nicole. We love hey. you. And we're doing kids content. Just to stay relevant. Okay, I love you. <laughs> Hilarious. Live from the Zoom Manual Space Trash podcast. You remember her from two episodes ago now. Kira Thompson and I did a deep dive family astrology reading of the Armand Hammer family from Armand Hammer down to Army Hammer and discussed the family dynamics present within the psychotic predators charts. Hi, everybody. My name is Kira Thompson. If you haven't listened to the Space Trash podcast highlighting the Hammer docu-series, then you should listen to it right now because it was great. We did a very good job. I think it's really good. I do too. I listened to it one and a half times. Hell yeah. And That's about as much uh, times as I watched the Army Hammer doc. The Kardashians Hulu premiere was harder to watch. The Hulu's Kardashian was a thousand percent more painful. <laughs> Well, I guess it's um, subjective. Deeply subjective uh, indeed, though. <laughs> I'm a cancer. Um, right, right. I am a Scorpio sun, Sagittarius moon, Libra rising. 
I am a musician, clarinet player, piano player, guitar player, I'm a music teacher, music therapist. I own the Music Tree of Boston, where we offer music lessons and music therapy services to students and families in their homes in the greater Boston area. And I also study astrology and I'm a, a student astrologer. Uh, and I enjoy, but aren't we all, but aren't we all, but aren't we all yet also am interested in crystal healing and have a small crystal shop on, uh, Instagram. You can find me at moods and stars now, since hopefully you've already listened to the podcast about the docuseries, we're going to be looking at the astrological natal chart of Casey Hammer, who is the aunt of army hammer who's the actor that the docuseries is centered on, as well as his extended family. And that's what we do a deep dive on in the first podcast, going into the generational family dynamics within the astrological charts that we could find. And we were not able to find Casey Hammer's chart. And then what was it like the day you posted the podcast or something like that? The day of we the day uh, we posted the pod. So as you know, because mm-hmm. you listened, I said Casey's birthday is not findable. I even did like a people finder. Like I, I like tried to find her birthday, but then it's like wow. I posted the episode, and then the day we posted it was her birthday. I followed her right after I finished watching the doc because I was actually interested. To me, like the documentary is centered around Army Hammer. Because that's what people, that's who people know. Like the only reason we're paying attention to this is because Army Hammer is a part of the story. So, but karma, karma, it's karma. Four generations of totally psychotic men. And then there's this granddaughter, sister, aunt, who is totally fucked with her whole life, ignored. She's a executive producer on the documentary and she's like the headliner of the trailer, right? So from the time the trailer came out, I was like, this is about her. And then when I watched the doc, I thought it was really interesting. But the reason I bought her book is because I found the documentary to be so, it was just not her story. They made it like about like Army Hammer and his like weird sex habits, which are absolutely yeah. abusive. He's not a cool dude. The that layers, was definitely the focus. That was the focus. And then but they like, added actually, layers of generational trauma to it. But it's like too much cake, not not enough of that little like Oreo part in the middle of the cake. Talk about Libra balance. It was like, they're saying the craziest shit about like the grandfather, the great grandfather, the father. And it's like anecdotal. And then they gloss over it. She's incredible. I just fell in love with her. Like she's the only woman in a family that doesn't give a fuck about women as an ethos for her to like make it her life's work to stand up against these guys and publish a book. But because she's not them, they don't give a fuck. So like, I don't even know who's read it, you know? So this woman doesn't really have any of the privilege of being like a hammer, but she writes about her life being a hammer. The more that you describe her, Sarah, but I just had a, a thought that maybe because of that, like she's so behind the scenes and overlooked, maybe she's a 12th house son. That's just what I thought. Oh. So maybe she's a, a Libra rising. Wait, 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 wait. Let's pull her chart up. Let's pull her chart up. Wow, wow. If she was a Let's Libra rising... Just based on this conversation, that would be eh, fucking insane. So anyway, the bottom line is the day that we posted and we're like, can't, sorry, we can't find Casey's chart, but we respect her privacy too much to pay for a people finder or whatever. She posted like 
finally my 62nd birthday was happy and she was with the girl that was in the documentary who helped expose her story and she thanked the producers oh, I didn't know that. documentary plus oh my god yes oh my god, my god I my saw god. her thank the producers but I didn't know who was so in the picture she's become very close to the girl who is the one who actually got her story the reason Discovery even picked it up in the first place is because mm-hmm. this girl read her book and she started making TikToks about basically yeah, like yeah, every yeah. chapter of the book I remember that so they're like yeah. very very close now. I even saw today they had lunch together. Instagram, okay. social media. Are we are we friends? Yeah. Are we all friends? Lo, 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 lo. But I just couldn't believe we posted it on her birthday. And the thing when I was when I was watching, I was thinking like she's got to be a Virgo. I just felt it. I was like she is a Virgo. Like this is a Virgo speaking. I yeah. just knew it. And because because there's so much unhealed karma, it's like it's likely that she's a Virgo because Army's a Virgo, Michael's a Virgo. She and Michael are like parallel, right? You know, in their experience, in whatever way, right? Representatively, there are many so anyway, other Virgos in the in the family line, so it does make sense. And it's that squared that Gemini energy, which is the beginning of the story. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what yeah. time do you think she would be born then? If she, let's just look at it the way you're thinking. So you're thinking she's a Libra rising? Yeah, that makes sense to me um, with her her relationship with her father being in the fourth house there mars being at the top of the chart interesting well, and at zero um, so, degree cancer on her midheaven she's like fighting to share the feminine fighting truth. to tell her side of the of the legacy. her story right her mars still on the ninth house but right at right she wants to be heard mm-hmm. the the cancer feminine motherly energy there the f- very first thing that i looked for and noticed in her chart um, which is what we, one of the first transits that we talked about in the men's charts, great grandfather, Armand Hammer, Julian Hammer, grandfather, Michael Hammer, who is Casey's brother, and Army Hammer, who is Casey's aunt. Talking about and looking at all four of the men's charts generationally, looking at patterns, the first thing that we discussed, one of the first things was, uh, transits between Chiron and Uranus and several of them had oppositions between Chiron and Uranus and that was the first thing that I looked for in her chart and lo and behold this is what we see Uranus at 23 degrees in Leo and Chiron in close opposition at 28 degrees in Aquarius I think it was two two others had oppositions between Uranus and Chiron maybe it was even Michael it was like one of them was it was Michael they're both at zero degrees that was Michael at zero degrees if you end up being like a famous like rising sign guessing psychic like if you could actually what is it called when people when people like figure out the when they find your time based on like what has happened to you they track your storyline it's like yeah Um, that's something that I could be good at Um, you could be really good I think you might just be like you might have a knack for it like you Maybe. I think you nailed this because that wound in the fifth house with that Uranus when she's sharing in the 11th house when Ceres is on her Uranus is opposite Saturn in the collective she's actually reaping what yeah. she sowed in childhood getting that feedback finally it could be accurate and it, it that was just uh an intuitive thought and <laughs> you were describing her her story her personality look um, I didn't to read I've, Nick Cannon like, either <laughs> Well, I've had a lot of 12th house sons in my life, family, friends, boyfriends. So I'm familiar with the vibe. Um, How would you describe the vibe of a 12th house son? Often they prefer to be working behind the scenes and uh, maybe um, have a feeling uh, or like variants of uh, feeling undervalued and unappreciated, especially in regards to work 
And, but depending on the element of their son too, I think it doesn't necessarily have to unfold as being someone who's not in the spotlight. But I think that 12th house sons have an interesting way of how they like put themselves out into the world and how they take it in too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure that uh, just has to do with the, the Pisces energy there, but, um, okay. Casey Amber Sharp. So this is what we discovered. Casey is a Libra moon. So mm-hmm. even if she's not a Libra rising per Kira's, I think very good prediction. And is she a Libra no matter what? So she's a Libra moon, Libra, Mercury, Libra, Venus. And so it really defines her life. Like, like, 28 degree Virgo sun. We could look back at what the other degrees of Michael and Army were. I, I actually don't remember, but I think I what's interesting remember. is that by Army degree, Hammer's at five degrees. Okay, so he's a little baby boy. And actually, he, that would make that would put his son on top of her Pluto. So she's actually like, sorry, little baby, kick me. I'll kick you in your shins too. Oopsie poopsie. Right. That actually is what she's here to do. She's here to shatter the idea of low level Virgo perfection from her totally hubris drunk family. And then her son is at the very late degree of Virgo. So part of her life's work and her Pluto is actually like being the nurse to this ailment that she already knows. But because then that moon and that Mercury and that Venus are all in Libra, it's almost like she does have to work with the people and the story that she was given. And like a lot of the book spends time focused on her denial of not being loved by her family. There was her version in her head that was going on. And then like what was actually going on. And then I when- think that is a, a strong reflection of Pluto in the 12th house. Dude, there if, being if this delusion. is your fucking secret talent, like, yo, yo. I hope so. Because I'll tell you what, I, I like as party tricks, I'll like tell people I'm really fucking bad at this, but can I guess your sun sign? And then I'll go through like 11 sun signs and finally get to the last Oh, you're one. glad you I'm finally so have something- you have a party trick that's cool that's good do you know what's really crazy i actually nail it every single time and it frightens me well we need to tag team (laughs) when i was in austin and people would be like oh you're an astrologer what's my son and i would always just be like and i wouldn't say until i knew and then i would say and they were like (laughs) anyway we have talent. That's we have talent. right. Nail it. And then I'll ask about their most dramatic experiences and take a wild guess on what their rising sign is. Hell yeah. I think that makes it more fun. I think that makes it more fun. Because also it's very sort of our, it's sort of our like grooming tactic because it's like, I'll make them really comfortable being like, she knew my sign. And then you can be like, now let's get really weird. What's your biggest trauma? What's the thing that daddy did? Like we're talking about Libra energy. She really is having to balance Libra, balance, justice, balance, the other side of the partner to the antithesis of that's right. It's not always getting along. Razzie's right. Harmony doesn't mean agreeing. Harmony means an ecosystem of processing and dying and being reborn in a safe way so that we can all continue to evolve. I think that's where the Libra really is. She's really demonstrating, I think, beautiful Libra footwork in this whole, you know, and and her her patience. I mean, I think zero degree Mars in Cancer is such a reflection of just the steadfast, like, patience and like commitment to self-work, commitment to the inner work, commitment to nurturing herself, commitment to having to mother herself. I mean, her Lilith is in 
in cancer right now, having a Lilith, Black Moon Lilith return. Love to see it. Love to see it. And when Razzie's talking about like the next phase, the, the trigger moment, the Mars in the sky will move into cancer. Now we're restructuring our homes and our lives based on what we learned during that epic Mercury, Mars retrograde fall bonanza. Now I need to like really rethink my habits and what I do to love myself, whatever. That is like her life's work. She actually slowly but surely has continued to like a cancer moving sideways to move forward done all of that inner work to get to the place where she wrote the book, to get the place where she published the book, to get to the place where the girl on TikTok found her, which means she had to wait until Army Hammer was rapey enough to actually be interesting to the TikTokers, right? Uh, well, yeah, but it's what gross. it is. It's crazy. But she yeah. actually has demonstrated a huge amount of patience and bravery. And I mean, she really is justice. She really is here to illuminate the deeper, darker, right thing, Virgo, and actually bring us all down to the level of like, no, if we're actually going to, to write about it and talk about it, this is the this is the edit. Let me be the voice here. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's fucking fascinating. Any other thoughts about? Oh, I have tons of thoughts. Are you oh, great. Me? Oh my God. Tell, tell me all of them. I have so many notes. If she is in fact a Libra rising with a Libra stellium in the first house, and there, there's so much there. I think probably for the majority of her childhood and adolescence, there was a lot to do with people pleasing and trying to please her parents who were split and whatever was going on, you know, with her father and then her brother, all these horrible things that she was subjected to and had to move through, live through process and then bury so she she buried all of these memories Literally, to be like, able to survive. She, she had was to like a bury tank. them to survive. Yeah, yeah, and show and present herself as someone as that Libra rising. Maybe this is this is hypothetical, but also even if it's not Libra rising, because we don't even know. We don't know. Even with a 20, but there's degree, still a lot of Libra energy there. With tons of Libra and Mercury and a, a 20 Venus. I mean, a 28 degree Virgo sun is able to present perfectly, but her job is to plant the seeds of when she was burying all that down and like digging into the, the body of the family lands, like psychological landscape, which really is, it, that would make sense if she was Libra rising. I think it's a really good guess. Wow. But it's like, she was really, she's really here to plant the seeds of revolution in this she's who's fucking michael's the square that like didn't get the lesson casey's the square that got the lesson so that's why it's interesting like her her uh uranus is at a later degree in leo than michael and it's opposite the chiron but it also has series there like we should look in michael's chart where series is during his yeah the story of cirrus is is very powerful indeed and the the loss of her daughter being kidnapped her daughter persephone being kidnapped by pluto into the underworld and grieving and that's why we have seasons because she would grieve for six months out of the year when her daughter had to live in the underworld with pluto seasonal and depression she, is actually archetypal yeah you could say that grief in in general yeah I noticed that Ceres was at 15 degrees Aquarius, Quincunx, the North Node in Virgo, uh-huh. and then also trining Mercury in Libra. And uh, the Quincunx is seen and understood as a conflicting transit, understood as being more challenging. The way that I would think about it is that like, 
when you move from one sign to the other, there is a level of like development. You've learned something. You've evolved out of the sign before. So it's like Virgo is like perfectionist, self-obsessed, like anxious, like in their own head, like really trying to serve and do the work and be good enough and edit so that they can find a partner. Libra, they found the partner. Libra, there is partnership and you have to be ready for someone to commit to or ready to commit to someone or there's a commitment piece with Libra where it's like you've proven that through Virgo you're good enough so for her when she's talking about like how do I talk how do I date men like when I'm sitting there talking uh, uh, you know to men how do I not go into my whole backstory but just say hey like I'm fucked up like I am fucked up and so that's her Venus in Libra feeling like she's not able to really be loved give or receive love because of what she knows is the Truth about the what's in the, of what's the, in the, the subconscious, yeah. the Pluto underworld. Pluto's yep. like in her underworld yep. of her yes. chart in that yes. 12th house. It's in those never ending deep waters. Yep. And there's still probably a lot that wasn't said that wasn't noted in the book that wasn't said in the docuseries, obviously. Well, tons because um, it's like, because again, it would make sense for her to be a cancer midheaven because the book isn't like flashy it's 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 the the it's the collective inner work of her perception that she is sharing from a healer trying to heal place also her Lilith at 15 degrees cancer another Mm -hmm. 15 degree and if this is right 10th house she's having a Lilith return telling her side of the story is actually the first step to her being loved and not just telling her story though it's also Lilith is like wait a second wait a second make sure they give you credit make sure you are not just the like executive producer of the doc like it's not about behind the scenes or not behind the scenes it's living she's getting back her legacy even if this the rising isn't right Scorpio what you're describing she has her Neptune in Scorpio which is the 12th house ruler and the south node is sitting on top of it Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So even if the time is not right, what you just said about the 12th house, North Node, Pluto, Psychic, then she has her Neptune fuzzying the deep, dark waters of the Psyche, bringing her into them. And the South Node is bringing them up to be transformed so that their North Node's safe in Taurus and, and actually monetizable and make you feel pretty and make you feel loved. Wow. Yeah, I think that it, this timing with the Libra rising, it, it does seem to make a lot of sense. Again, we don't know for sure, but... But the Queen uh, with- Kings is basically like, it's like, oh, I just finished that. It's like Sagittarius doesn't want to do Scorpio. Sagittarius is like, that's why your chart, your chart is very much like that, right? Where it's like, Scorpio, like, I mean, I want to do Sag. 
And it's like, can't I just Sag? It's like, no, I got to keep getting the shit from the Scorpio so that I can do it, bring it out to Sag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm full of semi-sextiles. So in, that's what it is. Though. It's, just kind of, it's being like the, like the little version of you has to work with the big version of you. You have to work with your, with yourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And especially with all this Libra in her chart, she actually does have a relationship with her current self, but also she has a relationship with every single one of her family so much in the book. She does say like, I'm still holding out that someone's going to like run in and protect me or someone's going to run in and save me or that like, like there's going to be some, like I, I hold out to have like a relationship with my mom, even though I know I never can. And like, I, there's a real, there is a desire for family and connection. And I yeah, think that her connection. actually using her voice, she's actually healing and working with, because Lilith is also involved here, basically like, like taking back the story of like how like attractive or sexy or lovable it makes her. She's actually allowed to be exactly who she is with what she's been through. And now she gets to be seen for that. And there's a reward for working with that difficult aspect. Just it's a lot of inner work. Yeah. A couple of other things that I noticed with this chart, uh, first was the trine between Uranus and Jupiter, Uranus at 23 degrees, Leo, uh, the way we're looking at it now in her 11th house, uh, hypothetically, Jupiter at the bottom of the chart, uh, 25 degrees, Sagittarius. Um, And the first thing that I thought was that this would definitely express itself as a need for freedom. Um, And, you know, I think about like, again, if the Libra rising is accurate, um, maybe what was going on with her brother would be, uh, would be, would show itself in the chart in the third house. Um, So I mean, that, that could be, a, a way that it expressed itself. Well, and actually, with the what was Uranus trine? I could pull it up, but was Julian? Wasn't Julian? A, not you know, he was not a Sag. He had Sag. Some oh, they all have Sagittarius Saturns. Saturns. So, so yeah. she's married to Juno, conjunct all of their Saturns. She's actually married to this story of expansion and growth, and part of her work once Mars, like the minute Mars moves out of of Gemini getting the story. That's what I'm saying. She's going to have a big comeuppance when she has her Mars return because this is her reaping what she sowed of living out the story of her family's boundaries, restrictions, rule. And hopefully it does provide freedom for her. She's approaching her Uranus square. And if this is accurate, Uranus is in her eighth house right now. And that would be very interesting if closing out this Uranus cycle, which is seven to eight years within a sign and like probably within a house in your chart, if um, she's finally getting the money that she deserves because of the family and fucked up shit that she endured throughout her life and being a hammer family member uh maybe suddenly she gets paid she gets somehow that house energy it's speaking to sudden inheritance and uh uh, other people's money other people's finances like and if you're you got a lot of scorpio energy then you're probably good at managing other people's money or taking money from other people (laughs) so that could be accurate with the north node and mars and uranus that just conjunct together in taurus recently i think it was in august 
of this year. It would just kind of be interesting to know like when when was this filmed? When was the when did the contract signed or when did it officially air or when did the book come out or these kinds of things, these dates like just to check with uh with those kinds of transits. But I mean, I I really hope that she gets the money that she absolutely deserves. And I think that we spent so long deep diving into the charts of the of the men in the family and there was absolutely so much missing there that like Casey needed to be represented all the all the women the the victims the the girlfriends the the wife the wives they needed to be represented but i'm also thinking that maybe it's it's good that we separated it because Casey needs her own spotlight and that story of being lumped in with them is over i have something like so painfully meta to share with you okay so i actually have so many of all of your charts saved that i have like different browsers that have different logins for astro.com so usually i use safari for all my like space trash library stuff and the Chrome is like my clients, my family, like just like the people I'm like looking at regularly. Casey right now is in the family zone. Like she's with all of your charts. But I was thinking like, oh, we should be looking at this. Of Like I see Julian here. So I would like to do the yep. synastry, but I'm like, oh damn, I didn't put her in like the same one as the others. Like she can't even be compared her family here. And it's like, like, yeah, you know what? We should have to actually actively work to research them because not only is she worth it, in general, she should get out of the fucking pig pen. She can take back the the hammer name, right? Like, sure. But it's because she is a Virgo Libra. I was why mm-hmm. I bought the book and I was right about exactly who I thought she was, except that even more now I realize what a big deal it was to write that book. The documentary is like, now you're right. This would be a cash out moment for her because it's like, it is the fruit of her labor. She did actually put it out there and she didn't even need to get the money back like that. She like does like interior design at home, workshops at Home Depot. She's like one of us. She is like a total person, a real fucking person. But I think that when she says to, when she talks about dating, that might be the one area where it does feel genuinely hopeless And I think that actually this is just, I mean, I also pulled up her, let me see if I got it up in time. I was pulling up her progress chart too, because we didn't look at any of theirs. What was happening progressively and like, oh yeah, here it is. Decided to write the book. What was happening progressively? Like there must've been some, some like Gemini activation, either like in her third house or Gemini in general, like there must've been something going on progressively that would inspire to, to be writing. Her progressions are really interesting. Her moon is conjunct her Saturn in Capricorn with Athena, with Venus, with Jupiter, with Juno. She's literally taking back zero degree sun in Sagittarius. She's like, oh, actually I am free. And now I'm going to set up. Like she's actually proud of who she has become. And she's like, I can actually build a life on this major shift. That is a big change in your life. And it's changed one tooth now it's in its third sign yeah wow at zero degrees that we're catching this now it's so awesome Mm -hmm. but how interesting is is this the uranus chiron has actually become more exact Mm, yeah very interesting now her lilith is conjunct her mars opposite all this capricorn now her you know all that so it's really like she's Mm -hmm. she's just really rebuilding the family i think she actually could meet someone or that like her career could take some turn where like she could be on the view like she actually <laughs> might really start her life for the first time like now. I mean, she just had her second Saturn return. That's probably when the writing of the the 
that's probably when the documentary was shot when Saturn was in uh, Capricorn. And probably when she wrote the book was when Saturn was in, I would guess. The you Scorpio. think it was shot in 2020? That was a long time ago. Well, it's well, no, actually, that's not true. It was started in the flirting and all of the allegations started in 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So well, it was yeah, the start the of the stuff. story so, of of this becoming a documentary. The was probably filmed like last year or something. So that's while Saturn is in Aquarius. So when Army Hammer started to like DM women about eating them. And <laughs> little did she know <laughs> that all of a sudden Discovery, the network would be interested in her little paper pile after all. She's been the bottom of the pile. Who is Casey Hammer? Oh, Who? good. The My Hammer Museum. No, we is, cannot cross them. That's where the threatening are. to eat women on Instagram. Right. Like, right. like if, if Virgo, late to oh, Virgo, my God. With that north node early degree virgo with pluto right there it's like she's like well this is the material <laughs> <laughs> she's got a work with what well, she's got yeah i guess so uh, also last year probably was the year that neptune and mercury were conjunct progressively so That's you can see they're right. one degree apart now so mercury is has just left that conjunction neptune isn't really going anywhere it's mercury that's moving so it was probably there for a year right yeah probably there for a year or more yeah that's um, so interesting in scorpio yeah uh so telling telling definitely telling a story yeah her south node in pisces she's like retrieving she's like retrieving using working with you know, we're talking about like cancel culture and having these shallow conversations about whether we're going to see the Louis C.K. movie or not, or if he like handled it correctly or whatever, or even Army Hammer. Is he is he rehabilitated from wanting to eat people? Like, lol, lol, lol. But it's like, yeah, I've lived you don't get rehabilitated from that. Right. It's sort of like, it seems like just kind of like it is what it is. Like, you know, like if you ever decide back. that you want to eat people and then try to pursue that, like that's never going away. You're, he's not, he's not going to become a fucking vegetarian anytime soon. You know what I'm saying? Like once a, a carnivore or what, what's the word for it? that um i'm i'm vegan i don't know the word for it when you want to eat people there's a specific word for a it right cannibal cannibal once a cannibal <laughs> always a cannibal i would assume yeah i mean i don't know how i can't you... relate to it but i can't even quit cheese so it's like <laughs> i have no idea yeah it's, it's vegan like... cheese you eat vegan cheese and plant like plant-based nut-based cheese tastes the same you know my dad's like a vegan and so so we do have the cheeses. I just, I feel like balance, like a healthy blend. Like I ate some of my mom's food, ate some of my dad's food. And here I am in a fancy hotel and I have a salmon dinner that arrived a uh, room service about half an hour ago with some mashed potatoes that I'm going to eat. Like I, so in my own life, I, 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 now I dine out anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that, that she's not writing channel a story like from the depths of her psyche this is her story mm-hmm. i also think it's interesting because the libra new moon is exactly square her juno now exactly conjunct almost to the exact minute her jupiter mm. her venus her saturn her, i think she is Either. husband and wife have yeah, i think she's about to meet united someone in her chart yeah there's there's a real stable safe women celebrating love as a reward for her work during her second Saturn return and this entire existence of being in a family full of predators who abuse women as a personality. Yeah, I think that Casey's story is the is the one that needs to be spotlighted the most. 
That's why and, she's on my family friends one, and I can't even compare her. <laughs> we don't even care about her being connected. To, that's how you break the karma storyline. We could do a deep dive, but it's also like, no, fuck them. They can go over there in the pig pen. She actually now has beginning of her own story. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it has everything to do with reclaiming her power. And she does have a, a big, famous family name. Yeah. And and she maybe if she's a 12th house son maybe um she was overlooked and now uh now there's a a significant opportunity to change that make a shift but i think what she probably is more interested in is making it more significant and relevant to women in general as as the people and now i'm looking at cirrus Ceres is now closer to Chiron, making a more exact conjunction. Still in Aquarius, which represents the the people, community, collective, innovation, and creativity, and (laughs) spontaneity. Um, But with that mother, already Ceres was a wounded mother. And with it being so close to, to Chiron as the wounded healer, I mean, there's... There are a lot of wounds there and um, her story brought to light other women's stories. And that's what this story is more about. It was interesting to learn how and why all these fucked up men became so fucked up. Saturn has been approaching her Chiron. She's like really here reaping what she sowed. Mm -hmm. She's like getting the... What's up, Shy? We're talking about Army Hammer's brave aunt who made the documentary and wrote a Space Trash Live. We're doing a deep dives of celebrities. Join us, listen in. Happy to see you. You're gorgeous. Um, okay, so. One more thing. Neptune has been quincunxing her Uranus. She has too much material. She actually has to really corral this material, even if it takes her to the depths of the bottom of her soul and her psyche and keeps her feeling trapped in some way. This processing of the thing is in fact what the series myth seeks to teach us where letting go isn't permanent and returning isn't permanent and there is a death and a rebirth that occurs can occur will occur when you go into the underworld likely you'll come back out whether it's in this life or the next sarah i have to tell you something tell me i don't know who nick cannon is Nick yeah, Cannon. I don't know who Nick Cannon okay, is. Okay, is a comedian, talk show host, Steve star, like movie star, like musician. Like he, he became like a, a brand, married Mariah Carey. They had their first children together. They have twins. Okay, okay. Then they had like a seemingly totally amicable divorce or split or whatever. I actually think they might legally still be married. I have to double check. I don't know if they got divorced, but they separated. Since then, he's been building his portfolio of children with different mothers. And he- just had his 12th. <laughs> he also <laughs> has this, like, the number one comedy show on MTV where he gets everybody like act crazy and improvise. That's too but many. It is what he's here to do. He's here to spread his seed all over yeah, the world. He's, he's like creating a new royal family. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Queen Victoria. He's the Queen Victoria of his time. Okay. So let me guess then. Let me guess why. So I think that, uh, Jupiter is probably in the fifth house. That's so specific that I would have to actually look right now real quick. LOLOL. <laughs> Where were his sun and moon? Oh, 
Uh, you, I already told you I'm really bad at that. All right. You're an idiot. LOL. Hold on. Go ahead. Sun and moon. Um, if he's, if he wants to make babies, if he wants to make a lot of babies. He spoke through me tonight of all nights. Oh. Well, well, wait, didn't, didn't you already say he was Gemini rising? Yeah. The Aquarius Midhaven. Yeah. So, so are, are you saying he's a Cancer Sun? No. Oh, okay. Lib- oh, I'm Libra thinking Leo. Sun, Libra. Okay, Libra Sun on the Libra New Moon. He's a Libra New Moon conjunct Pluto in the fifth house of Leo. Uh, okay, okay. Stunning. No, Jup- no Jupiter in the fifth house, huh? I have no idea. We went to a pizza place for lunch and Steve Baldwin was eating pizza with Who's Steve Baldwin. You friend. mean like the brother of Alec Baldwin? Yeah. Yeah. For, what do you know him? Steve Baldwin? <laughs> yeah. Steve, you don't know who Steve, Stephen Baldwin is? A Stephen Baldwin. Steve Baldwin. <laughs> like, oh, friends call him Steve. Like, they oh. probably call him Steve. They probably do. All right. Jesus Christ, you're pretending well, like you don't know who Steve Baldwin is. So I just would, I just feel like that's like, like assuming you don't have to call someone's parent, Mr. Thompson, you know, like just to jump right into Kevin is like a little bit. I was like that as a 10 year old. I was like, Peter. his friends probably and call him Steve. Let's, let's be real. So I agree. Steve, but I like that you're, yeah, you're a friend. Come on. Biodome wasn't that bad. You know, the thought that I just actually had to, I was compelled to write down when I think of Polly Shore, I think of Richard Simmons. And I think that maybe the revival huh. of Polly Shore's career could be in the Richard Simmons biopic. I sort of think Polly Shore is here to play Richard Simmons. His last role. Yeah. His final act. Yeah. Richard Simmons. He's just been hiding. He doesn't want and us to remember him old. I did go to a workout class um, of Richard Simmons in LA like 10 years ago. One oh of my, my friend. Cause yeah. Cause he used to do workout classes every day. He had his, he had his workout studio and his pride and joy, his motherfucking pride and joy. Yeah. And it was really amazing. He came in, there were so many people in there. The AC was broken. So they just had like oh the God, doors open and big fans. Richard, how Richard is that? They'd be like, and sorry, we're sweating. Like we were, we were sweating before we started sweating, you know, and there were a lot of people in the room and he just came through and he was like, hi everybody. And he had a Bam Bam costume on and he was holding wow. a bone. So he was like directing us with his bone and his Bam Bam costume. And it was great. It definitely kicked my ass. And then at the end of the class, my friend introduced me to him and was like, oh, this is my friend. She's visiting from Boston. And he was like, Medford, Malden, Somerville, Cambridge, uh, whatever. Like went through like all the towns. He did a Massachusetts cheer like cheerleader Burbank, Sudbury, Dorchester, Quincy. Ah! Like he just went all through all of them. I'm like, uh huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. He read the map. Yeah. That's Massachusetts. And like <laughs> he That's was very, amazing. very friendly. That's amazing. And I bought a t shirt and he signed it. So I have a t shirt that I've never worn or washed with his signature on it. And it says Richard Sin- Simmons kicked my ass. So <laughs> that's his signature on it. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's yeah, beautiful. it was. It was a beautiful moment. I, I posted it on Facebook. Oh my God. Yeah, that's really special. And yeah, I think that 
again, the way that Nick Cannon kind of came through earlier, this was a message where like, Pauly Shore, if we tag you, who's talking about you? Maybe you'll listen. We think you should pitch a Richard Simmons biopic and do it while he's still alive so we can have the respect and dignity of doing his own sets, et cetera. Let him mold you. Yeah. That's a deep dive. Let's look at this charts of Pauly Shore and Richard Simmons together and see if we actually think this is a good idea. And if so, we will, we will send a memo. You know, <laughs> I would actually be interested in looking at Richard Simmons charts and like to look at, you know, that that moment in that time when there was like a documentary on Hulu where it was like, what happened to Richard TMZ? They're like brilliant for like the business that they've created, but man, it truly, they're not even like pretending not to be like a bag of potato chips. That's only filled up a fourth. Like this documentary was it was, a, it was like the longest hour of my life. It should have been a five-minute news <laughs> clip video that was like, what happened to Richard Simmons? Well, when we finally got a hold of him, it turns out he didn't want to see us. He didn't want us to see him <laughs> age. He has knee problems that started when he was a kid that he actually magnificently overcame through most of his adult life. But then when his knee started giving out, he hated surgery. And he also was looking fucking weird. We all thought it. Well, that's my own, like, I added that. But he decided to retire while he still looked good. And it's like, you know what? Like, like he could have retired sooner. And so that was the thing, you know? But I don't mean to be mean, but like, you know, it's just, that's where he is. He's at home with his with his platonic wife, who's been his housekeeper for the last 50 years. And they share a, they share a quiet life. And he was, he's, yeah. he's always he been did. someone who was just trying to help people. And now he's like, I did my work and now I'm ugly and old. And I, I don't, I, I'm comfortable within. I don't need to like, I don't need to perform any longer. Well, did, did you listen to the podcast? Which one? There's like a, a doc, a docu-series podcast. I don't remember the name. I'll ask my friend because I listened to it with her and it, it, they went deep into it. It made a lot of sense to why there were so many questions because of well, he just his work and one his day. life. And he was in contact with so many people. He had so many friends. He had so many people. Well, who but no, but here's him. the thing. He didn't have that the- many friends. He didn't have that many friends. He had that many people that he served. I think he did have friends though. And, the, and he just like stopped contact with, he just cut contact with everybody except for his housekeeper. And that's what was so mysterious and strange and that's why like people started investigating well right i mean he is dramatic no matter what way you flip it you know even in hiding he's gonna do it in a way that's almost an anti-costume this guy i don't care what you say he lives for the show (laughs) wild dude you know there's no more interesting way to go than actually leaving everybody wondering because the truth would never be that interesting the truth is he's old I think there's a little more to it. I do. He's not not old, but like, I think there's. Okay. Well, the question is this, like, do you have the energy? Should we just look at a chart right now real quick? Richard Simmons. Wow. The Libras are speaking tonight. Richard Simmons. Oh my God. Yeah. He's a Libra rising Libra. Dude, the Libras. Dude, dude. Oh my God. Wait, you can't see my screen. Oh my God. You guys, you guys. (laughs) Holy Holy, what the fuck? Of Look course he's this. a Libra rising. Look at this. And and we end I'm with shook. another Libra rising. I'm shook. Another celebrity Just has literally one. inserted themselves into the conversation to say, actually, we'll be the example for this story. We'll balance this tale out in a miraculous... Not only is he a Libra rising, he's a Libra rising, Libra moon in the first house, just like our guest earlier, Amanda Gale, comedian Amanda Gale. I mean... <sighs> 
and supposedly hypothetically just like oh my god and if your if your intuition serves just like Casey Hammer I mean wow 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 and just like Harry Styles and Leo wow 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 and born after a Saturn Pluto conjunction. So Richard Simmons is a cancer son in the 10th house. His 10th house is cancer. He's a Libra rising conjunct his moon. I guess his moon's technically in the 12th house, actually. His moon and his Neptune. So he really is here to be like a dreamy love ball of bringing people together. But like I said, seventh house Aries, at the end of the day, it might just be you and your housekeeper because you'd prefer it that way. You're sick of giving everything to all the people. Yeah, he has his Venus and his Uranus. Another Venus, uh, Uranus, sorry. His Venus and his Uranus are conjunct in Gemini where uh, right now Mars is moving through. So we're being triggered. He's like, ladies, I have a story for you. Oh, and look, and his Mars is at the late degree of Virgo, just like Casey Hammer's son, just like the last movie that we were discussing, the big Virgo energy abound. He actually is a total 12th house perfectionist, like deeply seeking mental health assistance. And the only way to do it is through the sixth house Virgo body body cancer midheaven he's literally showing everyone how to just nurture themselves and love themselves and creating a safe space for everyone libra rising moon rising he's bringing people together he really did enact a huge change his <laughs> last public appearance was in february of 2014 and i would like to speculate what could have sparked the decision oh to no longer relate to others it could very well have been uranus passing over his descendant uranus right Mm -hmm. the one thing you never hear about with him and mind you he's from like deep south united states he's like a a southern boy he's from somewhere tennessee somewhere you know we never hear about his relationships his sexuality his relationships his Mm -hmm. and I mean, even if you think about what his primary relationship was, you know, his relationship to the public and to the the people, capital T, capital P, Mm -hmm. uh, with that Venus Uranus conjunction in Gemini, Mercury at the zero degree of cancer, cancer midheaven, he he did his work. Pluto, Saturn conjunction, this actually was hard for him to do. He's not lying when he says, like, I actually am an introvert and like, I kind of do now need to just stay home. I get that. But I also think because of that Saturn-Pluto conjunction, I mean, we could look at the progressions, but like, I do think that the responsibility to express himself will always come back around. I think he does have a responsibility to perform in whatever way. Yeah, and I I think that the Saturn-Pluto conjunct is is a heavy responsibility. I mean, I, I have that similarly in in my chart they're seven degrees apart Mm -hmm. and in a fixed sign and if he had that conjunction even if it's wide I mean what was it like between 10 degrees or something I don't know uh Pluto is at 13 Saturn's at 21 so eight degrees apart same same diff same diff yeah and in the 11th house, and mm-hmm. that is a transformative Public. responsibility to yeah. the people. And to, and to, to sharing the people. His, to sharing himself and expressing himself and performing for the people. Mm-hmm. Leo, yeah. And then there's angle to Jupiter. I can't see it now. Yeah, okay. Jupiter and, and Sag. So 
expansive. In the third house, Gemini, where all of his, his, you know, his, his moneymaker and his, how he changes the world, ninth house, how he yeah. grows his life and changes the world. And then he nurtures. He's a real love. He's a real love. Yeah. So interesting that we decided to look at this chart and he's Libra moon and Libra rising. And I mean, you know, just like we thought Casey, Casey Hammer was. And, and Casey was a Libra yeah. moon. And then Razzie was like literally my back ape, my bra to type, my baby shaken from the left to the right. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. But while you're reading that hummingbird card and talking about Libra energy, Nick Cannon is screaming in my head. I have to look up his chart. And he was a new moon conjunct Pluto in Libra. Bro. Where the fuck is Elizabeth Chambers chart? You know what? I might've been still here. I'll just pull it up. I think she's fabulous. I feel like it's too bad. She is a new moon in Leo. Her Mercury's Mm -hmm. at 16 degrees Virgo. She is a Pluto Saturn conjunct in Libra. Yeah. According to this, she's a Libra rising. I was going to say, I like felt that on her. It makes sense, actually. And then so, Jupiter yeah, conjunct kind of her that. Mars in Scorpio. She's about to cash out on. Okay, so here's the thing, right? So new, right after the documentary came out, there was a video that she posted or that the paparazzi did a video where they're like, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, like what's going on with Army? And she's like, we're still best friends. Everyone needs to heal. She seemed really like with it and cool and calm. Then she put out a statement that was like, Army and I are in a really good place. I obviously watched the documentary and I found it to be very upsetting, but like everyone deserves a chance to heal, right? And I was very triggered. I think that's literally why I covered up her chart. I was like, I don't even want to look at this bitch anymore. Like, why is she saying that, right? But then it occurred paid. to me. Well, no, no, no. I don't think it's because she no, 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 no. There's a whole, no, no, no. Wait for it. Wait for it. There's an answer. Okay. An answer. Okay. Okay. No, it's not because she's getting paid. It's because she's she's not a fucking she's a Leo sun moon. She actually I, I think I'm right that she I think she did try to like I think part of why she's so upset aside from the fact that he's literally a fucking abuser. I mean, her north node is in cancer. She's here to to mother and make choices like a mother would. I think that she did try to like I think they did go to sex clubs. I think she did try to satisfy his sexual appetite as far as she knew it existed. Not only do I think she feels betrayed that like not like she actually did fucking try, but it was like so much fucking deeper and more fucked up than that. So I was really disappointed because I was like, wow, maybe yeah. she just like is a narcissist. I don't even know. But then news came out earlier today that was like Elizabeth Chambers, somebody had leaked that she had reached out to the first woman who actually came out and accused Army Hammer of rape, Effie, who did the long video about the like, like she did like a detailed report of the four hour like rape when in Paris and she had Gloria Allred as her attorney. I heard that she fired Allred for whatever reason. Effie was very upset that the documentary was made and they used her footage. She was very upset that her lawyer was in it. She actually seems to be genuinely traumatized unless she's about to literally just Kim Kardashian this whole thing and be like, bitches, I'm going to make a bigger sink and become more famous from this, but I really don't think so. I think she's actually genuinely like, leave me the fuck alone, right? Yeah. So all these things leaked where Elizabeth Chambers had reached out to Effie, begging her basically to just share her story. I I have to get more into the details. It was like, allegedly, this was a real rape accusation. The other two were like, we were dating. She sued him. She was like, I'm coming for you. You raped the shit out of me. She tells a detailed story and filed a lawsuit. And the thing that I thought before I even saw this news was, you know what? 
I bet she's making nice because she is going to divorce him. And not only does she need an income, but more than that, she needs custody of those kids. Like she actually needs to make as nice as possible publicly for this. I think she's fighting for custody. I don't think she's a dodo at all. I like her chart. I think she's actually like, oh fuck, I have to Saturn conjunct Pluto in the 12th house deal with the unforeseen karma and trauma that I now am responsible to power play with this power psychotic family that I didn't even know that I married into. But that's a good thing mm-hmm. because Jupiter conjunct her Mars and Scorpio in the first house opposite her Taurus Chiron in the seventh house. She's kind of like, okay, you know what? This is going to hurt. This is not how I wanted you all to see me. But like, I'm going to play whatever part I need to, to actually protect my children, save my children and like have this go a certain way. Cause for a minute there, I was yeah. like, Elizabeth, don't say all good. Like what the fuck? But now I'm like, oh, the whole documentary was about how bought into the system the hammers are and like how much the system owes them. So I'll Libra you guys. I'll play your game. Whatever. I'm Libra. She actually is a Libra rising and she's a fucking Leo and she actually is all Leos are not unless Leos are like monster monsters. They're really like they're like Leo is love. That's the romantic house. Leo is like, let's play. Let's love. Everyone's saying do karaoke like, yay, like yay, love. Is that 28 degrees Libra rising? 28 degrees Libra rising, just like y'all. Oh boy. Oh boy. And then four Mm. degree Jupiter and nine degree Mars in Scorpio in our first house. Yeah, squaring Venus there at the And look at this. Zero degrees. Uranus. Degree Uranus in Sagittarius, new yeah. story. These like women general. are almost being like woken up by this it, shit storm. Chiron opposite Uranus, but in, in this pairing, it's an out of sign opposition. So it's like she's taking the wound from the money system and she's actually going to tell a whole new story and set herself free. I don't think Chambers ever needed Army Hammer. Like, I think she could have been someone like on her own and now she's like literally in exile. Like, I don't know. It's almost like she fell for like shallow Leo appearance side of things. I don't know. I think she could have been someone on her own accord. She still could. You know, she wanted to have kids. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he, he, he was their whole life. It's like it's like when your public image is your family, and you you like that's a choice at the end of the day. Well, that's interesting. Like right? you've seen the footage of her, she loved it. Like, oh, she's she's heartbroken. This is right. Like that's why I was so confused about, it. and I was like, is she in denial? And now no, I'm like, I think she no, she's heart her lifestyle. Well, but. She loved the lifestyle, but like the thing about the documentary that they really made clear was that Armand Hammer, the grandfather or the great grandfather, wasn't actually worth as much as he said he was. Yeah. And they invested it in very public ways and threw it Mm -hmm. around in very powerful public ways. But at the end of the day, there wasn't actually that much money. I mean, there was millions of dollars, but there was not billions of dollars. And that's a difference. Yeah. And with Army Hammer, Mm -hmm. he's taken so many roles, but most of them have been flops. He's only had two real wins. His first, and then the gay predator movie. At least, so, and maybe that's why he did it because he was like, "I'll make everyone think I'm a gay predator and not a straight predator." <laughs> it's a red herring. <laughs> I don't think "Call Me by Your Name" was meant to be a predator film, but like, did anyone see "Call, Call Me by My Name"? Yeah, I no. saw it. I did. Okay. I have to say that the experience immediately after when I was watching was I was weeping. I I like was like, I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. It was so beautiful and, and like vulnerable watching the father and son. But then it was on an airplane and I was kind of also like waiting for people to move off because I had a couple pieces of lug. I just was like, everybody go out before me. I'm watching the end of this movie. But then when it ended and I was walking out, getting my luggage, thinking about it, I was like, wait, 
Number one was the dad saying he was gay at the end. And number two, wasn't Army Hammer's character like 15 years older than that little boy? He was in college. It was like the college. Seems illegal. <laughs> yeah. Seems illegal. Kind of weird. It's. I mean, I feel like that movie, like maybe the scandal wouldn't even have ever really been a scandal if it weren't for this movie. Could have gone a different way. Well, she did say what Courtney says, What he, when we're talking about his story, what Courtney says is that part of the reason why it became so abusive is because when she shared, like came out and just said, yeah, this person was abusive towards me. There's a group of guys, I guess, who collect on Reddit. They're called Charmies. Shut up. And they're fans of the call me by your name. (laughs) They're like, call me by your name groupies. I feel like it might be like the incels of, of gay boys. Like it's literally the call. There's a bunch of charmies that are call me by your name groupies, who are, who are army hammers, like, like they queen, like like hive, bay squad, hive. They got what they know? They just harass her. Well, when the allegations started coming out, others came out. Like because it wasn't just an original allegation. It was House of Effie outed him and and. Like she is the only one that like sued him for real, hired a high power attorney who was like was fucked up. She detailed her story in a really grueling deposition and refuses to participate in any of the like fanfare because she's like, This isn't like your entertainment. I was raped for I was tied up and raped for four hours someone with someone I thought was my boyfriend, who was actually married, who assaulted me over and over and over again and i'm suing the shit out of him and this isn't like this isn't like for public consumption although elizabeth chambers made the the uh request of her to please make it public which i do think i have to look back but i think that might have been why she started sharing it because i think elizabeth chambers on some deep psychic saturn pluto 12th house libra level north node uh north node in the ninth house in cancer she, she was like oh fuck like while while this was all going on what's Saturn the ninth was, house again it's like expansion travel growth culture uh-huh. higher education higher learning the, the the culture the globe also while this was all like like so from 2020 to 2020 one i guess he he like did this thing in the motel with like a bunch of girls and that's who spoke out I think Effie was before that though. And it would have been in 2017. So while that was happening and while the allegations were actually coming out before we were paying attention to them and he was still like doing movies and having this like fake fantasy life with his wife, his Mm -hmm. Saturn or her Saturn, Elizabeth Saturn was square, the collective Saturn and Pluto. So there was a Saturn Pluto uh, conjunction. Saturn and Pluto were moving together in Capricorn for a while. That's, square both of her Saturn and her Pluto and then there was a you know there was a conjunction uh at at the like first degree of Aquarius a late degree of Capricorn and then Pluto started to move back and is still doing that Capricorn destruction work and Saturn moved forward into Aquarius so like and then Saturn moved into Aquarius now square her Mars and square her Jupiter in her first house she really is actually having to like deeply let go of the image of who she was to really to to actually not only protect her children but like ultimately then 
come back and and like Casey, I think Mercury and Virgo come back and speak her truth. But until that legally is okay and her children are legally protected, she is going to. I mean, she was also having a nodal return. She was also the South Node was also moving through Capricorn at the time. Capricorn first while he was having that affair, and then move this way, challenge her values. That's when she was like, actually, I need a divorce. I saw your text with Lily James when you were shooting Rebecca that horrible movie, uh, and she fucks everybody. <laughs> lol, lol, lol. Who the fuck? And then as Saturn moved into Scorpio, like sort of hitting her Uranus and moving to Scorpio, it was like, actually, he's going to start really fucking around and they're going to expose it. And then Casey's going to expose it. And then you're going to actually be responsible for doing the work to transform this story, get what's yours, protect those kids. It's it's interesting that it starts with the new moon story, Nick Cannon with the new moon story. And she has a new moon in Leo story. I think she is going to do everything she can to play the good wife through this divorce so that she has a different kind of a divorce story with one of these hammers. Another thing that we're not mentioning yet is the Mars retrograde in Gemini. So that's going to be in her eighth house. So there yes. there could be a lot yes. there involving um, negotiations debt. with other people's money. Mars will go retrograde like, like Halloween, basically, from Halloween until January 1st. And then it will go direct in Gemini, Later January 1st to like yeah, a little bit, but not too much, like early January through March. And then it will move into Cancer, oh. triggering Elizabeth's North Node and Casey's uh, Mars in Cancer on her midheaven. So they could even partner together and do something. Like there could be some kind of a real feminine rebirth of power. And I hope that that's what's happening. I think she's materialistic. <laughs> I mean, she's, I mean, all this Leo, she, Libra and Leo, of course she is. Her South Node is in Capricorn. She actually was choosing status. So I think she really had to learn the lesson of like, wow, I need to let go of the whole persona and outer family that I'm creating. And it's interesting. Her first attempt was to go to the Cayman Islands, North Node and Cancer with the family, try to isolate them, try to heal the problem. He not only couldn't do it, went to shoot a movie with Lily James, had an affair with her. She busted him. And that was only the tip of the iceberg. And now- She actually, mid-heaven in Leo, I think she's fucking going to express herself when it is time. But I think this was a big lesson for her in, like, I think she's now just practicing leadership. And that's why, like, when I saw her, her responses, like, all good, we're all good. It just didn't even make sense to me. And then I was like, no, it's because she's negotiating a divorce. And then when the news came out today about her pressuring Effie to share her story. It's not about her or the money. It's about protecting these kids. She's like, I need full custody of these kids. They have to know. They have to hear from someone about the specifics. And that made me all of a sudden see her chart differently and like fall in love with her a little bit more. Because I'm like, oh yeah, she actually is playing the game like a true Saturn, Pluto, 12th house Libra conjunction. She's like, fuck, but I have to literally Libra rising, late degree, make nice and fucking swing my big feminine dick around in order to protect my children and get my my heart back, get my autonomy back. They're not going to get her on a quote. She's got a couple of big Scorpio balls in her first house there that she's working with. Jupiter and Mars conjunct right, right by her ascendant. And then it's like square her Venus, her children, her harmony, her money. She's, she's here for this fight. The way that Casey will like, okay, I will go down on your level and tell this fucking disgusting story so I can separate myself and cash out on you fucking assholes and, and make justice, Libra justice, serve justice. I think Elizabeth is doing the same shit. I think she's like, wow, this is, I thought, I thought I just signed up for having like to, you know, watch you fuck girls in like an exclusive LA sex club or whatever. Elon threw a party or whatever. No, she actually did go there and she was like, oh, it wasn't enough. Fuck this shit. 
It is the balance. It is justice. Mm-hmm. It is air. It is psychic. It is connected to the people that are open-minded enough to receive. Justice has a has a place in everyone's chart. Indeed, it does. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Leave a five-star glowing review of the Space Trash Podcast. Share it with friends and come to the next Zoom Moon Ritual, which will be October 9th the Aries full moon. We love you guys so much. We appreciate your support. See you tomorrow to discuss Bachelor in Paradise and then see you later in the week for a traditional episode of Space Trash Podcast with the one and only Molly Molshine. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles. The rich and Uranus. Space Trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.